0: And she thinks blood must it always come back to blood? And I just mm, I love this mood cats in where everything is awful. Everything is awful.
1: <laughs> what up? And welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate. Joining me, as always, my brother and co-host, Zach. Yo. So this time we're reading Storm of Swords. Yeah. It's still cool to say it's that. It's still sick. It's fresh. It's
0: still, it's still real to me, damn it. It is real. If you've joined us before, thank you for coming back. If you haven't, this is your warning at the top of the show. We're full spoilers, so we will be discussing lots of things, not just
1: Storm of Swords. So. Not just Catelyn and how she freed Jamie. Right. Which is the focus of this episode? It will be. So, if you tuned in last episode, we were reading Jamie's first point of view chapter in the series, and the first point of view chapter of *Storm of Swords*.
0: Righto. And Jamie, Brienne, and Sir Cleos Frey were making their way down town, the walking fast. No, the Red Fork. All oh, the Red Fork. Uh, away from Tri- uh River Run, where Catelyn had just freed Jamie at the end of *Clash of Kings*, and Jamie. We get a great look at the Kingslayer in his head, the way yeah. he views
1: the world. But Much he... different than anything we expected yeah. well, upon your first read-through. We and know he has some playing.
0: debates about whether or not he should free himself uh, by killing Brienne or not. But in the end, she manages to pull a clever move to escape some pursuers that were sent from River Run to bring them back. Uh, Robin Rygar, the captain of the guard. And by dropping a boulder on him, and then when she returns to the boat, Jamie debates on killing her, but instead helps her back in. And there seems to be something something to this Kingslayer. Slayer.
1: something. I shouldn't touch the mic with no, my pen. You definitely should not Sorry. do that. Sorry. Yeah, look at them. Look at look You at, see those? Yeah, you those, see those are sound pretty waves? huge waveforms. Whatever. Anyway, Shut the fuck up.
0: This chapter, we're reading Catlin yeah. 1. Yes, Catelyn's we are.
1: first and it's picking up basically across the exact same time frame that Robin Rygar shit is happening with Jamie, because half of her chapter is spent watching for Rygar.
0: Yeah. She opens the chapter by ruminating on one Sir Desmond Grell, who had served House Tully all his life. He had seen Catelyn become a young woman, a great lord's wife, mother to a king, and now he's seen me become a traitor as well, she thinks. So She's immediately, I love this fucking chapter, one. Uh, two, Kat owns her shit. She oh, yeah. does not at all. Pretend
1: like she didn't do exactly what she did. Right,
0: and knows it's treasonous, knows, and I just like the way she's rumored. Like, this so, guy has literally seen me through every phase of
1: my life except for Stoneheart. It, yeah. but, I, I don't know if it's intentional or if there's anything to it, but his name, Grell, I believe that I've read about Grell in, like, ancient lore where it's a type of imp Mm. or, like, goblinoid. I don't remember exactly what, but um, I don't see this guy like that because he seems very... He's not Utherdees Wayne, who's very not okay with her. He's
0: dour, but he's still kind. He's still kind, yeah. yeah,
1: and still shows the respect, which I'm... I think goes to show her white privilege, honestly. Right, yeah. Which is, in, in this context, because, you know, basically any high lord is white, it's just that high upper class right, status yeah. Unless you're an Essos, for, yeah. Uh, right.
0: Things are looking a little pale here in Westeros. But ever since Edmure had left, he named him uh, Sir Desmond Grell Castellan before he left. So the task of dealing with Catelyn's crime fell to him, and to ease his discomfort, he brought what did you say it was?
1: U30s, U- Wayne? U30s. U-
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it works for me. I couldn't come up with yeah, anything Yeah, Desmond,
1: uh, he's like, you know, we understand that your boys are dead. He said it a little more kindly, mm-hmm. but, you know, in that she... It's a mother's madness. Yeah, and even Wayne is like, yeah. You couldn't You
0: couldn't have known
1: what you were yeah, doing. Yeah, the madness struck you and you and were lost in your Kat's grief. And like,
0: nah, I did. I did know what I was doing. I knew exactly what freeing Jaime Lannister meant and I knew that it was treasonous and you must punish me because if you don't people are going to say we conspired with the King Slayer to free him. And not just me. And not just me. And so you need to absolutely punish me as por- per the King's law. And like, she
1: even gives sh- you should put me in Jaime's cell it, manacle it, me it up. Is, yeah. sh- I will, me.
0: I will wear his fetters proudly she says and they're both immediately like manacles. Oh, for my lord's own lady? Uh, Her own daughter? I don't know. Yeah, it's Uh, crazy. That's not necessary. mm, 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 mm. But uh, they do settle on quarantine. Yeah. Well, they they were going
1: to confine her to her room, and she asked if she could at least be in her father's room Mm -hmm. because he's dying. And they're like, sure. But that's it. And the sep. You The the,
0: Yeah, you can go to the sep to pray, but the castle is no longer open to you. Which
1: seems to be this kind of blanket, like, common law. Like, you're... Even Sansa, she's held captive, but she's allowed to go visit and pray. In the castle, yeah. yeah, you always get the opportunity to pray. It's like, they're under house arrest, but you're not... Uh, but that's it. They're house arrest, but the... in the sept or the... the werewood is all kind of part of the house, right. I suppose, yeah. but... Uh... It's interesting yeah, of Yeah, she's...
0: she's to, uh... Sh- yeah, she's to remain here in the sept until Edmure returns, and... Catelyn thinks here that Edmure's not the Lord. My father still lives, but all right, cool. We'll we'll just we'll just let that one slide. And this is where she is informed that Sir Robin Rygar was sent after Brienne and Jamie to bring Jamie back, and she's not surprised by this at all. She's not even she expected it, right? And
1: do, 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 so do. yeah, basically all of her she things know, yeah, are it's out of my to, hands. Yeah. She's like, yo, you got to do what you got to do. And so yeah, they bring all her shit down to her father's room. And she joins him out where he overlooks the balcony and just kind of watches over the river for for the rest of the day. Yeah, dreading
0: seeing the sails of the Tully colors, but doesn't. And Lord Hoster is asleep when she goes down to see him, and she wonders what he would say of her crime. Would he do the same for her and Lysa, or would he call
1: it a mother's madness just like everybody else? And And she says out loud... It's a monstrous a monstrous thing to lose a child. And at that specific line, this motherfucker snaps awake and starts just spewing out some shit. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, one, I like
0: this idea of Catelyn wondering what these different people would think of what she's done. Um, I think that's the reflection. That's the part of her. That's Ned missing. That's this. Because mm-hmm. Ned is so noble. I think even though Catelyn and him have the bastard Jon Snow between them, I think she still sets the bar by Ned. And so if if or Ned she, was a yeah. bouncing boar, you know, is this something would that... Would approve of? Would is you have this, done this for our daughters? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, should we have kept Jamie Lannister? She knows it's not a smart tactical decision, but... Is there anyone who understands her compassion at losing two boys and wanting her two girls back? And I think it's interesting that she's just sitting over her dying father wondering. And his crimes that right. th- that are surfacing now because, as you said, at the mention Tansy of the loss of child, up. Tansy cop- pops up. Tansy, uh, full spoiler reread, here we fucking go, as we know,
1: is... Uh, an herb, it's a an mixture herb that's used and brewed the proper way. The morning way, after pill, and it becomes the morning after pill. Yeah, it will kill babies. It will in abort stomach. babies. As it's I, baby aborting uh, yeah.
0: potion. Uh, and Lysa was forced to drink it when Littlefinger got her Whoopsie. impregnated when they were little. He didn't suit up. And yeah, no. <laughs> and Lord Hoster Tully wasn't fucking having that. She was not going to yeah, have Yeah, by some lord bastard Peter boy Baelish like the from the fingers. Yeah.
1: So He wasn't no lord back then. He still he was just made a lord now recently for Harrenhal. And
0: it's interesting to see Cat piece it together cuz she gets real close. Yeah. And she she's touching on it basically, but she just Completely yeah, uh, leaves Littlefinger out of the whole equation. He jumps
1: up and, you know, starts mentioning and shouting out all about Tansy and how he regrets it and his bad and all that shit. Uh, she immediately is like, well, who the fuck is this Tansy bitch? What's she, what you, who the fuck are you? Mm. You know, and she's ready to call, what is it, Maurice or more Martel? What's that fucking... The old daytime talk show. Montel? Montel, Montel Williams. Williams? Hell yeah. Yeah, she's going to call him and be like, who's, this my stepmom? Mm-hmm. This is this fucking, is this who you cheat? Like, who's this bitch? But yeah, like you said, <clears throat> she'll spend a lot of time contemplating this specific topic and eventually kind of piece things pretty damn closely together.
0: Hoster goes into a fit here, and Maester Vyman runs in to settle him down, give him some milk of the poppy, and he falls back asleep. So Kat takes the opportunity to ask Vyman about Tansy and he has no and recollection yet, of
1: any... The only piece of information that's important here for first-time readers is that he says, you know, it's very common that... that uh, small folk. Small folk name their kids after herbs, flowers, and plants.
0: Herbs and spices, man.
1: And so we get the fact that this is a... a it's an, an herb. herb. It yeah. is a thing this that is actually is, plant, yeah. is used or as a plant. Yep. We don't know its use at this point. We full No, we due. assume
0: that it is a person and that right. they're named after the, some sort of plant. And so
1: really, it's this is the... The only clue that he gives that's halfway decent. I mean, I suppose I think I wrote something else down that wasn't completely useless. But Viman, yeah,
0: Uh, he does mention some other woman that used to come and be like a soothsayer. but no, I was like, nah. I remember her name is Is Violet. Violet? Yeah.
1: Do you? Does that person mean anything? Who this person that just kind of shows up and
0: I see. I think I just I would sound dumb trying to speak to this, but I feel like. This could have a I, and I've, I, I want to say I've seen something on it, but I feel like this could potentially have a tie to someone who comes up in Fire and Blood. Um,
1: like your Ashara, a Sea Star, fucking. Well, well, no, sh- no, but
0: oh, no, no, no. uh,
1: I'm still working my way through that one, folks. Right, and so uh,
0: yeah, I again, I don't have enough info off the top of my head so, to no. talk about it intelligently, but gotcha. no, I do think she's significant. Cat, straight up. Vividly recalls this woman. Yeah, remembers her name. It's old name. Right. It, like, what if it is old name? It's Maggie the Frog. Fucking. Who? Like, um, yeah,
1: it could be anyone. It but, could be yeah, know. they settled that. No, that's cool. not her. That was Violet, obviously. Yeah, so, so the Meister leaves, and she kind of spends the rest of the day watching out for Robin Wright. I mean, again. she spends well into the night yeah. so just
0: sitting there, standing there. Well, what
1: else has she got to do, eh? And then that's her biggest concern right now is seeing that, yeah. so there's the main reason In the late
0: afternoon, that. she did spot a raven arrive, thinking, of course, dark wings, dark words, remembering that the last raven that arrived... Brought the horror of the death of uh, Brandon Rickon and the sack of Winterfell. And so,
1: Zack dropped dropped his pen. pen.
0: So, Vyman returned later with uh, her supper, and she asks about the Raymond uh, that came. And Vyman is hesitant at first, because he's been commanded not to talk to her, but tells her that it's not Tywin, because she asks, like, what the fuck is happening. And he says, Tywin has left the Riverlands. The Raven came from Rob.
1: And that's not the worst of it. Mm -hmm. Ned's broken his leg.
0: Rob took a wound storming the crag, but writes that it is no cause for concern and he hopes to return soon. Cat hens like a mother would. Wound, yeah. is it serious? What wound? Where? Why? When? Now is it we being know treated? that
1: the wound itself is not what's serious here. This is the beginning it's the of, treatment the that's of the downfall of the Stark Frey relationship that's going to lead to the Red Wedding.
0: Yeah. Uh,. Cat, yeah, is tripping out about it, but Vyman says, you know, my lady, sorry, I'm commanded not to speak to you, so he hurries out. Deuce, bitch. And Catelyn turns back to her father, wiping some spittle from his chin, and he goes off about Tansy once again, and his words disturb her much more than she can put a finger on or even have an iota, why? And she thinks blood. Must it always come back to blood. And I just... Mm. I love this mood, in where everything is awful. Everything is awful. (laughs) But she's, I don't know, she has such a clarity about the world. Like, her father, this man she epitomized, she's on his deathbed. He's taking his last several hundred breaths. She is talking about, or his secrets are... Surfacing, and she's realizing he's not the man maybe she thought he was. Did he have an affair? Was he with someone other than her mother? Well, that's it,
1: and that but she even thinks you know. But maybe it was somebody after mom, right? Like not necessarily an affair, just but somebody she, that's comforting. See, one of the questions is, what did you do to this woman to need this forgiveness? Right. So, and it's just this. And so I think it finally comes to the head, and the, the the best part, of the best question she asks for this whole thing is. Do I even know who the fuck this man is? Mm. Do I know anything? Of, does he know anything about me? Like, since I've gone and grown, been with Ned and up in the North, like, she's become a completely different person. Yeah, she's still Catelyn, you know, Tully at heart, but she's been hardened by the North. Do, and... you, do you think that
0: this sort of, because I couldn't help but think it, this revelation of Hoster Tully is not quite fitting the bill that Catelyn thought he was, is that a reflection of her children when they learn of Stoneheart? Whichever one's May. this? She's not who we
1: always thought she Do was. any
0: of her children know her? Do right. they, does she know them? Does she know? No, she doesn't. Look at Arya. Like, Catelyn wouldn't recognize Arya now. Look at Sansa. Right. She's become
1: a much more strong... But at the same time, they both, uh, like, epitomize various traits of their mother with that, you know...
0: And I'm sure she does host her. Right, because... Right, absolutely. But is is that her vindictive nature? Like, what, what traits is it that she pulls from Hoster? Are they the good traits or the bad traits? And that's the question that's getting brought up here. Right. right. Is, yeah. we've been told, yeah, Hoster was kind of boss. He he helped Ned Stark in Robert's Rebellion. He's Catelyn's father. We like Catelyn, so why wouldn't he just be dope right. AF? Right. And so but, this
1: kind of leads her down the whole train of thought, where, well, Tansy could also be just a pet name for lights. You know, it's, yep, it's what she calls he her call, daughter. As he
0: called me Cat, yeah. Right. You
1: know, and, but it, then it leads to the, her marrying John Aaron. And she finally kinda has the realization that like no, he held that over John Aaron. That like well I guess I'm I think I'm skipping oh, no, quite a bit there, oh no you of a little bit she
0: went to bed of a little bit of a little of and I just liked the, the way it was phrased, she was of by formless dreams of her children the of and the dead like that's what I think the most tragic thing about Kat here is, is, since book one, she's been dealing with since Ned lost his head. Sansa and Arya. One, no news of Arya. None, nothing. Yep. But Sansa is in Queen Cersei and King Joffrey's hands and Lannister hands. That's and so she's got that worry from three quarters into Game of Thrones, right? And that's Bran and Rickon. And while Rickon while
1: they were at first. As safe as they could be expected in wartime. She, ha-
0: she had guilt about not being there for them and with them, and she
1: carried that. And then Theon took over, and she got that news. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter... They're dead. At the end of the uh, clash, they're dead. And so it's this...
0: Yeah, she's, she got Sansa, who is inaccessible to her, and Brandon and Rickon, who were inaccessible to her, lost to her, and are now dead, dead. because of it. Right. And it's this... It's just the way that phrasing it, Yeah, everything
1: it, piles on. Like, and who can expect her to have fucking sleepless dreams? And she wonders no. that uh,
0: at, after that, she had awoke and she wonders if her father could have fathered a bastard, but she wouldn't believe that of Hoster Tully. Edmure, sure, which, nice little insight into Edmure, but Hoster Tully, no, no way. Right. And again, and, it leads to accurate, those. that's accurate, though. Yeah. Like, he's not cheating. He hasn't, you know, had an affair or done it, been with I mean, as far as we know, been with right. any other woman. This Tansy is about Lysa and what he forced his daughter to do, and and how
1: it affected the rest of her fucking life. Mm-hmm.
0: And he, she recalls that Lysa had miscarried five fucking times, twice at the Eyrie, thrice at King's Landing, but never at River Run, never in front of Lord Hoster Tully, unless she was pregnant here. And that sort of sends her down memory lane, recalling that her and Lysa were married on the exact same day. Uh, her to Eddard Stark, Lysa to John Aaron. And they were both. Uh, pregnant
1: at the same time well Suppos- yeah they're, both of their
0: husbands wrote off right. john aaron and ned went for robert's rebellion and yeah both of them were late at the same time and lisa gushed oh are, we're both going to be pregnant and our have kids, kids are going to be best friends be bffs then, yeah. closer than to brothers and cousins you'll see it'll be great and then lisa's blood came soon after and it was like the joy had drained out of her she realized, uh Kat recalls, the first time she handed the newborn squalling Rob to Lysa, who immediately just thrust him right back at Kat and dissolved into tears, fleeing the room. And Kat's like, yeah, well, like, if she just fucking miscarried,
1: right. that would be uh, absolutely. an absolutely appropriate A trigger response, for PTSD,
0: right? I mean. And then she just, she was like, yeah, Lysa and John's marriage was... Loveless. Dutiful. Right, it, it was, it was done out of duty. And then, but then John it, wanted because John, we and we learned John Arrow was the last of his line. His sons were
1: killed. His well, wife. Well, and that's what finally makes the click for John Catelyn. wanted
0: a young, fertile right. wife to continue his line, and yeah,
1: that's, but he didn't get that. No. Now, Hoster knew that she was capable of having kids. And knew that John Aaron needed that. And so he held that as like a hostage. He used Lysa as this bargaining chip. Yep. Which is, you know, unfortunately common here, but the way he used it specifically as like attacking John Aaron's weakness. You need this. You need oh, somebody right. capable. Yeah, yeah. You're old, you're decrepit, you're at the end of your well, line. I
0: mean, I mean and, and knowing what we know is full spoiler, put it all into context. He forced his daughter to Abort her child with right. Littlefinger little finger and probably use that. Told John Aaron, Well, she's already been with child once before,
1: right. so we know she can. But that also was part of the, the bargaining chip. With well, him, right, right. He that's knew what that I mean. She, was is, un, you, you she need, wasn't a virgin. You need a fertile
0: woman, right. she's already shown she can bear children. I forced her to end, terminate that pregnancy. So and John so, Aaron is kind well, of a piece of shit. Well, he also
1: told. Or Hostetali. Yeah, he told him, like, if you don't marry her, like, because he knew that any other knight or person uh, worth their weight in gold wouldn't have somebody that's born a bastard like that, that was, invert, you know, has yeah. carried. And so he says, well, here's the thing. I won't give you my troops to back you against the Targaryens if you don't fucking marry her. Yeah. And so that's how he managed to... Forced John Aaron into it because John Aaron needed those, the River Run and the Lord Paramount of the Riverlands right. to have that backing support to actually back the Baratheons against the Targaryens. And he held that over his fucking head. Yeah.
0: Uh, this is where I think an already dark chapter gets much darker because upon this revelation, Catelyn dons a robe and goes to stand over her father sleeping in the darkness. And she just whispers, uh, as she's standing there, dread fills her. And she tells him that she knows what he did. Lysa was the price that he had made John Aaron pay for the swords and men of House Tully. And she th- says that small wonder their marriage was fucking loveless. John wanted a wife and heir and Lysa needed warmth and love and comfort from a, from her husband. And that's not at all what John Aaron was interested in giving. The next morning, as she... E- each breakfast, she wrote a letter to Lysa telling of Bran and Rickon, but mostly of their father's decline, how he thinks of Lysa, and has been seems apologetic, for yeah, and yeah. T- says that Lysa should come, or at the very least, write, and Catelyn will read his the final words, because it seems like he's holding on to see Lysa. And as she's asking for the sealing wax, she's like, it's too little too late. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It'll never reach her in time, and I mean... Realistically, she's not gonna come. Right. Even if it did, absolutely not. And so,
1: yeah, she, she's
0: she's kind of like, ah, well, fuck it, we'll send it off anyway. And
1: that we also, again, full spoiler, know that Liza has no interest in Catelyn or their family. It's one hundred percent Littlefinger and establishing their self themselves and her Cause, son, yeah, because Littlefinger's lied the fuck. And up to I her.
0: mean. Like, we get, like, through the Tansy thing, we get the explanation of her creepy yeah, relationship she's a, with her son. Exactly, she's so yeah. protective be, because she she's lost. lost five. She managed yeah. to get one. And, and so, yeah, she wants to keep the one she's gotten. It's fucked up. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: And so... So then she, she goes, goes to the Sep. She goes and prays. Yeah.
0: She lit a uh, candle to the Father for her own father's sake. Another candle to the Crone, who let the first raven into the world when she peered through the door of death. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, dude, that's Can pretty we, cool. Can uh, we figure out, uh, Raven there is a pretty interesting
1: yeah, blood so raven? Yeah, so I'm thinking that she wouldn't be just sitting here dropping blood raven. Sure, I mean, I guess if you want to reach for that. But for me, it's more the, they're what keep bringing these words, and she just sent a raven to her sister. And so she's wishing Godspeed for that raven to get to her sister in time. And bring the message of, you know, please, like, fucking go. Cool. Before death comes and takes our father. Let
0: me throw this at you, though.
1: Going crazy. Here we go.
0: So, uh, there have been comparisons of Stoneheart to different effigies of faith. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, what if Brandon Stark is a little more important than we all think and... Catlin Stoneheart, or Catlin is the crone who let the first raven into the world by birthing Bran when she peers through the door of death. I like obviously huge fucking reach, but what if it is the name Brandon and it is this continuing cycle of all these brands are are wargs the the important something with Bran is important for this war of others versus right right humanity whether good or evil, whether good like or evil and so he plays so, a role like what if Catelyn is the mother to a very important I, I just thought the phrasing of that was super interesting so like that's yeah, cool yeah you I know like it's that. a fun little uh, odd thing and yeah a third to the mother for Lysa and all the children they had both lost
1: right fucking sad a tear terrible anyway she goes back to her father's room yeah and she's in there just kind of bebopping around watching. Fucking scatting and, then like, bebopping. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like that. She
0: begins to hear trumpets and clangor. And she's like, yo, they didn't tell me I can't go to the roof, so I'm going to check it out.
1: And she's kind of panicking because she thinks that Robin Rygar is back. And she's like, fuck. Fuck.
0: Right, so Fuck. she goes to the balcony and sees nothing on the river, and she's like, oh, okay, uh, then I'm, it's it's somewhere else, but I can't see it from this window, so I'm going to head up to the roof. She does I'm gonna go up and to sees the that uh, there's some men, uh, several hundred men at the gates, and sees the sigil of House Tully. And she's like, Yeah, Edmure. However, it was two hours before he came to see her. Which
1: gave her time to, like, she dressed pretty and washed up and did all sorts of shit to, you know, look presentable for him. And in that time, she saw from the tower three ravens. One, two, three. She, uh, he arrives finally, and she asks
0: him what has happened because he looks like shit. He informs her that Stannis has lost at King's Landing, and she's like, "Well, the Lannisters winning is bad."
1: But, but she Stannis still is, remembers the Stannis, shadow yeah. in Renly's tent. And, and he's she, our enemy, too.
0: She's like, yeah And, and he says, you yeah, don't understand.
1: Highgarden is now going to jump over to the Dorne, Lannisters. All Dorne. All of a sudden. Like, and she's like, oh, fuck, he's right. Which, that's got a sting for Catelyn. And then he's
0: like, and you choose now to free the Kingslayer. And this is where it starts to get heated. She's, you know, you had no right. I had a mother's right. Yada, yada, yada. And... <laughs> Basically, she says that she's not counting on Jamie Lannister's word. She's counting on Tyrion's. Tyrion's word. Tyrion's the one who made a vow in front of all of the people at the
1: Eyrie. Which we already did get this from Jamie's point of view, where Jamie said, she's banking on my brother's yep. honor. But this is where Edmure says, oh, unfortunately, rumor has it, that motherfucker took an axe to the fucking head and he's dead.
0: Or he will be before Brienne gets there. And Kat's just like, Oh. Are the gods so
1: merciless? Well, they are because your brother's a fucker who's going to ruin your plan.
0: He also mentions that they're not like to ever get there because he sent three letters one, two, three to Ruth Ro- Bolton to essentially ensure that they all get there or get there. But he's taken Heron Hall
1: and their route must take them by Heron Hall. Yeah, and so he sent the letter saying that the Kingslayer has escaped. Not that he was sent for hostages and that he needs to be returned.
0: The very word Hall seemed to darken the room. And she asks if he knows what he's done. And he says, have no fear. I left any of your involvement out of it. And she thinks worse and fucking worse. And she points out that if Jamie Lannister escaped, then the Lannisters have no fucking reason to exchange my daughters for him. And I will never see them again. Thank you. He says, the Kingslayer will be returned to us. I've made certain of it. And she says exactly that. You've only ensured that I will never see my daughters again. They might have made it so long as no one was hunting them. But now half the fucking countryside is going to be looking for Jamie Lannister. Jamie fucking Lannister. And so Kat's done with him. She has nothing more to say to him. She tells him as much, commands him to leave. It's not her place. dude. But she commands him to get
1: out. She herself even mentioned earlier that Hoster is lord, but that's because she was correcting that the men are thinking lord Edmire. Yeah, and she's like, get, get the fuck out, just go. Yeah, demanding he leaves the lord's room, like leave her with their father and her. She's grief. the prisoner here. Yeah, she's the one that's held captive. She is. Telling him to get the fuck out and he's like a sad puppy with his head down, okay, yes, you're right. no, I'm sorry I'll get the fuck out of here. Buddy. All she wants to do
0: is lie down and sleep and pray no more dreams would come.
1: Do you think
0: she dreams as Lady Stoneheart? I just think it's interesting that her youngest not her youngest, but her second youngest is second? Is Arya younger than Brain? Yes. Yeah, okay. Third youngest. Uh, is is she?
1: I think she's older than Bran. Is she older than Bran? I can't fucking remember. Maybe she's no. Listeners,
0: age check, please. Yeah, you're so good at correcting us <laughs> on the ages. Um, anyway, her son Bran is so deeply connected to dreams, and here she is. Praying well, no, no more, more dreams no. come. and it's, Well, you gotta
1: remember he had that same feeling back when he first started. Well, that's why scene. I
0: just I feel like there was a, some more weight to that crone letting yeah, the first yeah. raven in thing. Is just and she's now kind of the opposite of that. No more dreams. No more of this shit. So, goddamn dark, heavy chapter. Yeah, dude, that was a great chapter. Uh, though. A lot more of I mean, in a in a reread capacity, a lot more insight into Lysis. Psyche. Yep. How broken and forgot, it is. I forgot. I didn't
1: realize that the Tansy chapter was so early either, on yeah. in
0: the in the and book. And it's, I mean, laying it initial. all out. Well, laying it all out, like, Lice is a much more sympathetic character than. Anybody a lot of people her give her credit for it. She's like, very. I mean, she's a broken human you know, being, yeah, right?
1: And Littlefinger took advantage. And of And Littlefinger that. absolutely. And so it should 100 percent be put on him the issues. Him and her father. And, no, and no, no, Hoster no. Teller Because L- Littlefinger is a victim as a boy at that age yes. as well. But and so that leads to the he's a victim of his environment at the current state of his life where he he was. Well a now of his he's well
0: now he's choosing to make. Horrible decisions because th- he was shown to make horrible. Well, right. I, I mean, it's nature versus nurture right. But yeah, uh, I I still think that Littlefinger isn't as much as a victim as Lysa. But as a kid, I always thought that people were much harsher on him than
1: absolutely. He got bullied, he got and I'm pretty times.
0: sure that Lysa basically sexually assaulted him. Right. I think he's drunk when it happened. Probably. And so, I yeah, it's it's a it's a mess, and it's a mess. In one of the, it's Catlin's home. It's it's yeah. prim and proper. It's this beautiful, it's, right. lovely perfect. No. Lord like. Hoster is kind of a scumbag. Lord, playing the, the 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 high game. Does he love Cat? And does well, Cat think, remember him truly? In I think the way that's that what's awesome
1: and important is that. He is just as filthy and and guilty of playing as that Tywin, Game of Thrones and not giving Bruce a full right, right with that that specifically. Almost utilizing his his daughters, daughters like, as a weapon. I, a I'm never head. gonna be able to get anything from her, and unless right. I can approach that guy who needs us more than ever, and to use a, a girl for that and to force her into you know a forced abortion, you know is just. Trauma—you can't imagine how traumatizing right. that is, especially if it wasn't something she wanted. Like, it. Reg- I mean, again, it doesn't matter whether she wanted it. Or,
0: it Everybody it, settled down. He was saying, "I couldn't imagine what a forced abortion is." Not all of you, obviously. Some people, unfortunately, have had yeah, real-world experiences like that, insane. and it's just something you can't. So it, it boggles. Hoster's
1: the mind. a fucking piece of shit, yeah. man. Yeah. And He's Liza
0: is a product of her environment. And absolutely, it makes sense why she dotes over Robin, Aaron, the way she does. But those were our thoughts, feelings, and not inductees yet. We're going to convene our small council now and get you guys our socials, get you our inductees, and read some of yours out.
1: We'll see you on the other side. And we're back. Action. Here we
0: go. So, we got two inductees from our faithful listeners. First, it's from first. Ours first, you're yeah, right.
1: Let's do that. I almost forgot myself, My inductee but, yeah. for
0: Catelyn 1 is going to go to Violet because she clearly made some impression on Catelyn enough to remember specifically this woman's name and kind of what she did when Cat was around. Um, Cat's kind of known for it because she also remembered the crazy lady who chewed the sour leaves. Yeah, Her yeah, name yeah. is escaping At me. The inn. But mm-hmm. There just seemed to be these Marcia? certain... That's what I wanted to say. Like Something yeah. with an M. But Martha. Uh, maybe Martha, but Martha. Catelyn seems to have these random...
1: Recollections of names of and memories. Of people, people, like
0: people that stand in her memory as sort of foundational. Uh, not that Violet seemed too important, right, but the but fact that it comes up during this Tansy right. conversation, I think there's something to do it. So I like that little exchange she had with Vyman. Oh, Violet. Sweet. Yours?
1: Uh, I was going to go with one of those idiots from the beginning, but I've decided to go with Catelyn uh, because... The grief that she's going through to have lost her husband, two children, two are hostage. One of those might potentially be dead also. Who the fuck actually knows? And her father's dying at her fucking feet. Her brother's out at war. Her oldest tool. son, the king in the north, she just received word that day has been injured in battle. That's not the worst of it. But that's not the worst of it. I mean, that one's serious. His yeah, wound like, in battle is not the worst of it. He's, he's going to get married to this fucking... This woman that helps him and so to be going through all that still have the presence of mind to you know what I'm doing something for my daughters yeah I'm doing what I can this woman Brienne is a fucking champ she's gonna fucking honor her word or die and so why not roll the dice and take a chance with her I
0: mean I don't like that's the whole thing is like yeah you know, she's a high lord woman She's still a woman in this universe, and they don't have much power. So she she felt helpless. Right, and her and children she's doing what are she, dying.
1: The one thing she knew she could right. at least make an attempt to do. It might work, and and might is more than she's had. At and any so other I can't point. blame yeah, her no. for that. I can't blame her for. It. But the fact that she. She owns up to it all. No, like I'm not. I'm not pretending I didn't do what I did. Again, it it shows why she's so mad at what Edmure does by sending out the ravens. Because no, I I did this intentionally with purpose to trade them as hostages. Mm-hmm. You fuck that. Yeah. Now I'm a fucking treasonous person for, for no, no reason. reason. Yeah. There's just no because now it doesn't exist, is, yeah. and I just seem but like a fucking terrible also, person. Also,
0: to Kat's credit, who fucking better than Brienne, who isn't going to kill Jamie for no right. fucking reason, is going to deliver him, isn't going to be swayed by gold or whatever, like, Catelyn nailed it she, Well, that's trusting it. She Breanne. wouldn't have had
1: a better opportunity with anybody in this kingdom to have Jamie hand-delivered to King's right. Landing. Cat's an
0: opportunist, and she was tired of feeling fucking powerless, and she did something she about it. it. And I, she nailed yeah, it. Yeah, I don't blame her at all. So Catelyn's mine. Sick. Love it. We got, of course, some inductees from you. First... From Julian in France, he says hello, boys of summer. Now I do agree that Edmure is an idiot, and the debate is done. Best regards. <laughs> Although about Catelyn, it's a different story. She's still very determined; that makes no doubt. But her train of thought got a bit more complex. I think those questions about her father and her sister, and also the despair of her plan probably falling apart, have weakened her hope and strength a bit more. This chapter is no more about Catelyn's sadness, Catelyn's drive, or Catelyn's fights. I see it as Catelyn's fall, at least the beginning of it. That's how it feels to me. As for my inductee, I'm picking Tyrion. Ooh. He's clearly identified as the Lannister exception here. Jamie has sworn a hundred oaths oaths, yet it's the imp she trusted on this exchange. And his death she sees as a bad sign of the gods, which states how Tyrion is of importance, even if he got stripped of everything at the end of a Clash of Kings. Have a nice day there, folks. Take care of the stars and stripes. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> Valar, Fall
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Tyrion's a good one. Tyrion's a great one. And so I've pulled up our other inductee for this week, this episode. I said this week. This I haven't week. said that in a long time. And this one comes from Karen. What up, Thank Karen. you for writing in, Karen. Karen says, Brienne, hard stop. Hell yeah. Cat trusts her to get her daughters back, and nothing she has done or will do ever betrays that trust. Hey. She is the truest of knights. Fuck yeah. I'm so glad that you. She is the her hound in. with teats. She no, no, she's th- much more than that. The <laughs> hound <laughs> is Brienne with no he honor. He would hope to be Brienne with yeah. no honor. Uh,
0: like, Sandor has a lot of work to do to fill you those fill, boots. Yeah,
1: so fuck off. Yeah, hound. no, yeah.
0: Uh,. Thank you, Julian. Awesome. Thank you, Karen. Uh, great inductees, as always. And
1: Thank you, all you new listeners on YouTube. There's, a, It'll probably be a long time before he hears this, but a Jonathan Gomez just Ooh. started commenting about some Bran episodes. Brands so that'll be fun. I'm going to try suck. and get back to him eventually. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: discussion's really good everywhere. We're next
1: episode it. is... Aria. Aria 1. Aria 1 of Storm of Swords. The rain will wash them clean again. So, can we announce our plans for the future now? Is it... I mean, I've started writing up the schedule. I haven't locked in those dates 100% yet, but I think it's about time we, we drop some news. Like... We've been dragging them on long enough, don't you think? I or should we leave them? Are we leaving? Hey, them, man! Are we leaving them in the dark? This is your
0: reveal, so you wanna If you, you can do a little sneak peeky. you can do a little sneaky peeky. Uh, you can maybe just you know tease a little something, something. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want to do? You're this your small council? You're running the show. Why isn't my small council? Because you're I I the one the spearheading the this charge. You've been oh. handling. Nate's in charge of like. All of the logistics for the special stuff that's going to happen that's this true. season. Except for moving the small council at the end. That was all me. Oh, You're my Malcolm. God. <laughs> you son of a bitch. But, uh, so, yeah.
1: I guess what we can do is just announce okay. that we will be being joined on our episodes. <gasps> so, not just, you know... Crazy, full on interviewing somebody, but our normal this format discussing a discussing chapter. a specific chapter. But we're going to be bringing in some of your favorite hosts from other podcasts. We're gonna have some guests. We're Ooh. gonna we, we gotta clean
0: up the house a little bit, make it look nice. Yeah, Vacuum. get some crackers
1: and cheese, a little meat
0: platter, light an incense, some
1: glucose for. Oh wait, I guess I guess it's gluten. You don't want glucose free, gluten free food. Sure. You know, for some vegan stuff for all the. But whoever. no, yeah, we uh we've got we've got an unbelievable response from some of even not just, you know, they're some of our favorite podcasters People as well.
0: People that I listen to with
1: my free time that I'm like, man, I want to do what they do, and have they're... said yes to coming on our show. So we have a lot of cool things lined up for you guys. Yeah. We are beyond excited. and You should
0: be too because they're a hell of a lot smarter than us. So yeah. they're instantly going to raise the IQ of this podcast like 40 fucking 60 points, you know? Who Clearly knows? it's going to be 40, 60 way points. way higher you know? since
1: that's what he thinks the scale is like. Yeah, there, it's, but... it's just a jump. Anyway... Get us your inductees for ARIA 1. We hope you're having fun. Don't tell fun. them what to do. I'm going to tell them what Vallada to do. Harris! Can we give our socials and shit before you go ending the episode, kid? Fucking hell. I forgot about So, you can send us an email, withoutmannersbrotherhood, at gmail.com. He just got so excited because of the announcement. It threw us all up. I know. I money. didn't know
0: you were planning on doing that. No, I didn't
1: either. I just, I got I so excited. I couldn't contain it anymore. Yeah, there's no We're also on the social medias. Besides just the email there, you can get us at Twitter. At Manners Without is where Nate's at. Zach is at CarStark92. We have the Instagram at at manners without and our facebook group facebook.com brotherhood podcast we've got a few new people over there mm. um, and if you join the patreon you get the access to the private facebook group patreon.com slash hold on I gotta check this. I gotta <laughs> check my <laughs> notes people this is why this is why shuffle. we take
0: notes shuffle shuffle
1: Patreon.com slash withoutmanners. Hey. And you check our socials. You can find links to where you can find the few logos I've created up, some T-shirts, stickers, you know, shit like that. Yeah. It's cool stuff.
0: Julian, you uh, you touched on it a little bit, but uh, if you do happen to be an American living listener, please go out and vote. Uh, Fucking vote. Do whatever you can. Mail in ballot. Um, mail in ballot. Jesus. Uh, find a way to vote. Uh, there's quite a few. I've looked into an easier way yeah, for it,
1: me to vote. It's very easy, even if you're not, you know, currently it's registered. It's so important. There's a little bit of time left. Just get out there. You need to It is board. apocalyptically important yeah, it's insane. something happens in and, this country. And, uh, remember Black Lives Matter. Right. And I think that's I think that's what we'll... I'm not doing you Valor de Harris. Peace.